Oh my God, can somebody please right now in this very moment, please tell my wife, Danielle, to stop feeding my son like a grown adult. (laughs) Damn. I'm over here trying to raise an elite athlete over here, and she's over here at 8.30 at night giving him uh, 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 melted chocolate and pretzels. I'm like, look, man, go to bed. She's like, you can have a snack. You can, why? Don't deprive him. You know what? Listen, my son, I don't know. I might be biased. Possibly, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But the way I'm seeing it, my son has the potential. I mean, he's hitting home runs out the park is all I'm saying. He, 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 in soccer, he's a beast. In baseball, he's a beast. He's just very, very coordinated athletically. He's not coordinated walking around the house, but on the field, whatever field he's on, he's dominating. And I'm trying to like, you know, because I was raised... I was raised on some, you know, fried chicken and roti and goat and and rice and peas and and doubles and 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 pilori and bread, my my dude. (laughs) I was raised on bread, okay, bread and fried, and I don't want that for my son and my wife, uh, who also grew up fat chubby let me stop i don't want to body shame because y'all be extra fake sensitive fake caring who also grew up chubby like me you know what i'm saying it's it's trying to make him into us and i'm like yo chill she gets mad i be like look son look he's not really hungry he doesn't know he's just growing let him feel what hunger feels like i didn't know what it was to be hungry or or to have my stomach growl till i was about 15 it was too late Anyhow, uh, hello, uh, you're listening to The Idea of Manhood. I'm Five Mikes, your host, the husband, father, educator, writer, MC. The microphone gives me wings. Thank you for tuning in to The Idea of Manhood. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Nori. I had to do the Nori clap. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, yo, 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 thank you. This is episode, what is it, season two, episode six, I think, maybe? Epi- season two, episode six. Uh, if you're tuning in to season two, you know, go back and check season one. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of uh, uh, experimenting last season, trying out different things, trying out different formats, using different, you know, filters on the microphone and different editing. And, you know, now it's just I turn the mic on, I press record, and I go right in. I don't have any segments. You know, I'm just talking, man. And that's what's best for me, I think. So thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm going to go right into the topic today. And I have a title. Usually I don't have a title. Usually, you know, I just... um, I just start talking, you know what I'm saying? Or, or usually, and, and then I'll come up with the title when I'm listening later or if I'm editing or whatever. But uh, the title for this week is, what are we doing this for? What are we doing this for, man? Like that, I was actually having a conversation today with one of my colleagues, um, you know, young brother like myself, you know, uh, 
we're very similar, you know, similar educational backgrounds, both college educated, both married, both multiple children, both, you know, upwardly mobile, single family homes, you know, we both like hip hop, like very similar in our, uh, you know, in our experiences. And we were talking about just, you know, um, as, as husbands and as fathers, you know, we, we both have these houses, you know, we both live in the suburbs. We both also grew up, you know, it, with humble beginnings. You know, I've, I've, I've expressed before, you know, I grew up in Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Before gentrification, I grew up in the projects before I knew what projects were, you know what I'm saying? I just thought everybody, I thought everything I saw on TV happened in Brooklyn, New York. Um, you know, I grew up in, in a tough city, man. I grew up in an apartment. All of my formative years, I grew up in an apartment, didn't know. I thought we had it all, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we were talking today, me and my friend, and it's like, yo, what are we doing, man? Like, how how are we in this system? How are we in this machine? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I shared with him a video from my church, Zion Church in Landover, Maryland. If you're not familiar, get it, get it, get familiar. And Pastor Keith Battle was talking about, um, Pastor Battle was talking about, uh, you know, fall in line with your family and just talking about, you know, you know, kids obey your parents, be, be obedient and talking about what parents need to do to protect their children and so on and so forth. And I shared it with him like, yo, you got to listen to this. And, um, you know, we were talking about husbands and just like, you know, how, a, a, a large portion of the married men that I know, whether they admit it or not, they're miserable. And it's not because they hate their wives or they hate their children or they hate their lives or what have you. They might actually be very content. You know what I'm saying? To me, when I hear the word content, I think you're just living passively. You're letting life pass you by if you're content you're not living you know what i'm saying and the way i see it a lot of the husbands a lot of the men i talk to that are in similar situations as myself married children you know work you know eight hours a day you know um are are content with their lives they're just letting life pass them and my boy and i was like what are we doing this for what are we doing man what are why are we doing this to ourselves you know what I'm saying? We're doing this to ourselves. So I'm sure you're listening. You're like, doing what? What are you talking about? Man? You're doing too much. You're being extra. You're being dramatic. As people like to say, I'm dramatic. Well, scene one. Okay? Get your popcorn. So um, so the this that I'm talking about today is Wednesday. It's 9.15 as I record this at night. And I'm the kids are just getting to bed. You know, my son just getting to bed because we had practice tonight. Is that a home run? I'm also watching the World Series. Oh, right at the gate. Okay, sorry. Um, my son had soccer practice tonight. Uh, as a matter of fact, he made a choice to go to soccer practice tonight because on Wednesdays, he also has baseball practice. He has both. He's playing travel baseball, travel soccer. So on Mondays, he has soccer practice. Tuesday is a day off. Wednesday, he has soccer and baseball practice. We alternate which ones we go to. Thursday, it's a day off. 
Friday, he has baseball practice. Saturday, he has soccer games on Saturday. And Sunday, he has baseball games. And then we start again on Monday. All the while, he's in a tag school, a talented and gifted school. Uh, He has homework every single night. Um, He has projects to do. Uh, He's also in taekwondo uh, every day um, after care. He is, um, you know, he has a lot going on. And we put him there. You know, as parents, we want our children to have access to these things. Our son, our daughter is four years old. And we're already talking about, you know, is it too late? Do we not put her in soccer soon enough? What are we doing to ourselves, man? Why? Like, why do we feel? And, I, I'm, uh, 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 and y'all might think I'm being rhetorical or like I'm, I'm judging the people that do this, but you have to understand that really I'm asking this of me. I'm asking this of myself. You know, when we first moved to Maryland, we, we left D.C. and we moved to Maryland. It was just my wife and I, and, you know, we lived, you know, a relatively simple life. You know, we both had pretty good jobs. or You know, we were young, and we moved out here, and we bought a house because... Everybody told us that's what we should do. You know what I'm saying? We purchased the house in 2005. So if anybody knows anything about the 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 house the housing market at that time, you know it was flipped upside down. We purchased for extremely high, got caught up in some ridiculous loans, and uh, we're still see- paying for that in more ways than one. 12 years later, you know what I'm saying? We're still trying to figure out some of those mistakes because we jumped into a situation because we thought it was the right thing to do because that's what you do, right? You get married and then you go get a house. And we ran out and got a house because that's what you do, right? You get a house. You get a house. We bought a little house. We bought a little itty bitty townhouse. It didn't even have a backyard. It was a little back to back townhouse, you know, three bedrooms that we made no it was two bedrooms that we made into three you know tiny narrow i could almost stand in the middle and touch both walls that's how small it was but it was ours and we loved it and it was uh probably one of the worst decisions i've made and i'm saying i because as a husband the father the protector the household i made i i i I'll, I'll lay on the sword for that dumb decision i hate it i hate the fact that we got that house you know, our son was born in the house, and I still hate it. I don't even care. He could have been born in a manger like Jesus. It would have been fine. And, you know, it was a, so um, why? Why do we do this to ourselves? Why are we following this American dream that, 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 that you know, some of us, and I'm, I, I, I'm speaking for myself, some of us, namely me, was not prepared to be making some of these decisions at age 24 and 25, you know, going out and buying houses. We had money saved up, fam. You know what I'm saying? We had money saved. We were doing the right thing. I cleaned my credit up after college, you know what I'm saying? Because I pretty much, in college, I lived off credit cards. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Going to college on loans, coming off, that's cool. Those are appropriate loans. We come off credit card loans. Why are we doing this to ourselves? We spend a couple years cleaning that up, trying to get upperly mobile in this job. So I had a job at the time right out of graduate school. 
uh, where I lived on campus. I, I, I worked in higher education and I lived on campus and it was amazing because, you know, while we didn't have any privacy and probably wasn't the most ideal place to start your marriage living in a dorm with 22 year olds, um, you know, it was cool because we were living in D.C., in the middle of D.C., and didn't have to pay rent. So we were basically banking our paychecks, and we were traveling, you know, newly newlyweds, going, doing what we do, and um, just banking. We had bankroll saved up. I'd never seen that many O's in the bank account. Had it saved up. And we're like, yo, what do we do with it? You know, we're rubbing our hands together like Birdman. Mm, what do we do? What do we do? Everybody's like, you got to get a house. You got to get a house. Why? You just got to. It's what you do. Stop spending all that money renting. Why are you renting? Just why? Just go get the house. You know what I'm saying? And what do we do? We got our little immature, non-financial asses with the realtor. And the realtor didn't set us up. He did his job. He got us into a house. He got us into a house with a horrible loan. And I couldn't tell you to this day where our money went. I don't know. We had many thousand dollars saved up. Like we should, because we were good, you know, stewards. And we listened to our parents. And we listened to the elders and told us we should go and buy this house and save our money. We did. And we gave it to the realtor. But for some reason, it wasn't in our down payment. Like, it didn't show up. It didn't change the bottom line cost of the house. Like, it was just gone and floated away into the sky. And we were in this house with this horrible loan, paying interest only. And now we got this house. And blah, 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 right? Why do we do this to ourselves? And then we're like, yo, now it's time to have kids. We, we waited. We did the right thing in our eyes, and we waited five years before we had kids. So for the first five years, it was just me and my wife. We did what we wanted to do. We came and went. We went out. We ate. We drank. We partied. You know what I'm saying? We both gained about 20, 30 pounds during that time. We was living hard on the hog when I tell you. You know what I'm saying? We were in the streets. We were in D.C. every day, in every club. We knew everything. We knew everything the back of our hands people knew us we would go you know different places and it was cool and then we decided to have a baby and it was wonderful you know what i'm saying but as soon as the baby came into our little townhouse apartment in maryland we recognized that the place was too small as soon as he walked in as soon as we carried him in from holy cross hospital we were like oh snap we live in a in a matchbox but did we but did we do we really live in a live in a matchbox? What is it about our experiences? What is it about the experiences that our peers are having that tell us, yo, this isn't big enough? This three four this three floor, three bedroom townhouse isn't big enough for three people. We gotta do more. We gotta do better. We gotta get bigger. We gotta get bigger. We gotta get bigger, right? So when our uh in the process of trying to figure out what we're going to do with this house financially, we went out and we started looking for a new house. Right before our daughter was born, we got into a new house and we got our single family home. We got our lawn that we can never sit in. We got our 
patio made that we can never sit on. We got our big basement that I've been in four times. We got our house with bedrooms that we never see. We got rooms in the back of the basement where the cobwebs flow like leaves on the tree. You know what I'm saying? Because don't nobody ever go in those rooms. You know what I'm saying? We have houses. My boy said today, there's a house and there's a room in his house where the ceiling fan has his own room. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only people that ever enter in the room. You know what I'm saying? We got this house. And, you know, when we have people over, it's cool. We can spread out. We can have family over that come over every once, every six to eight months, and they can spread out and everybody's cool and chill. But it's like, what are we doing this for? We have all this space and we don't barely spend time in this house. You know what I'm saying? Top that with having a 10-year-old fifth grade son and a daughter about to enter kindergarten. And I told you all the activities that our son is involved in. And what do we do all day? Complain about it. Oh, I'm at work. Oh, I got to go to soccer practice. I'm leaving work early, jeopardizing my job to take my son to soccer practice so that he could be a soccer star. What are we doing this for? I jeopardize my job and break all kind of traffic laws to take my son to baseball practice so that he could be well uh, you know, whatever the word is, that so that he could be well established and you know integrated into society with friends and so on and so forth. And we do all these things. We manufacture our whole lives based on what? What are we doing this for? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we really doing it for? Because when I think back on my life and I think back on, you know, growing up for me. Was I involved in sports? I was. You know, I, I was. I definitely played soccer growing up. I played basketball. Now, maybe our parents were just my mom and my stepdad were so good at hiding it. I don't remember being so... I don't remember my family growing up being so mechanical and being like, oh, every Saturday... We're going to two places, two hours away, driving, boom, boom, boom. Every day after school, I'm going to practice, and I'm running, and we got to pack. Oh, don't forget to pack your cleats and your bag, and dun, 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 dun. And I don't remember life being so hectic growing up. Now, it could be just the magic of my, my parents at the time, and they made it happen, and as kids, we should know what's going on. But I tell you what, I know that my son... Anyway, as as clueless as he is sometimes, I know that he recognizes that he's busy. You know what I'm saying? That he doesn't have time to come home in the afternoon and chill. Not even talking about watch TV, because we don't really watch TV during the week anyway, unless it's, you know, we're just relaxing right before it's time for bed. But he doesn't have time to, like, come home and just like, whew, what a day. Because I'm a taskmaster. You know what I'm saying? As soon as we get home, I'm like, all right, boom, take your bag, put it over here. Take your shoes off, boom, go upstairs, take a shower, wash your face, wash your hands, come down, eat. After you finish eating, no time to chit-chat. How was your day? I hope it went great. Come to this table, finish his homework. Let me look over your homework. Let's talk. Let's study real quick. Let's see what we're going to do. Okay, boom. You finish? All right, go say your prayer. It's time for bed. You know what I'm saying? 
Why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are we chasing this dream? You know what I'm saying? What is this dream? Who manufactured this? It might sound like I'm being facetious, but I'm really not. Because this is all new to me. I didn't grow up in the suburbs for real. You know what I'm saying? This is normal for my wife because she grew up in a neighborhood, you know, like this, where neighbors talked and you walked outside and everybody knew each other and everybody mowed their lawn at the same time, at the same height, and everybody helped each other. Like, I didn't grow up like that in these years. The years my, the age my son is, I wasn't doing all this right now. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to practice and all this all this manufactured um interaction manufactured interaction i wasn't doing any of this so this is foreign this is new to me you know what i'm saying there was an episode of blackish this week where the main character dre anthony anderson was talking about you know his neighborhood and how you know he doesn't really talk to people and like i swear you know my people my my boys my friends make fun of me because you know, I'm always talking about New York, New York, New York. I left New York 30 daggone years ago almost. And, um, but, you know, I was in New York for my formative years. And so, you know, in New York, you kind of like stay low and keep firing. Like you, 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 you kept your head down and you mind your business and you didn't really talk to people. And that's, that was that. Like it wasn't a whole, like our neighborhood is cool. Like people are nice, people are friendly, but I'm still kind of, yeah, probably looking at people like, hey, you know what I mean? I don't really know your angle. I don't know, like, hey, I already spoke to you once. Like, why are we doing all this? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like sitting on my front porch and talking to people as they walk by. For what? What am I doing that for? I don't, I'm not used to this suburban lifestyle. And so when I see, like, oh, I gotta buy this. Because my neighbors have this. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in our neighborhood has the automatic sprinklers that comes on at a certain time. And I'm like, for what? It's rain out this mug. Like, what are we? Why are we doing all of this? Like, oh, everybody has a patio. We got to get a patio. For what? Why? You know what I'm saying? Oh, everybody has their Christmas lights up. We got to put our Christmas lights up. Why are we doing this? We're not even home to see it. Nobody even comes to visit us. We don't have any friends. Why are we doing this for the kids? Okay, okay. The kids like to drive up and see the little lights on or whatever. But guess what? You're only going to be up for about 20 minutes because we have to go and do homework and go to sleep. So why are we doing this? Everybody got fire pits. Oh, now we got to get a fire pit. Everybody got BMWs. Now we got to go get a BMW. Everybody got, you know what I'm saying? Everybody gets their grass checked by True Green. So we got to get our grass checked by True Green. Everybody's using frontline bug control. Now we got to use frontline bug control. You know what I'm saying? I just, like, that, to me, it's just being, like, you're just a part of the machine, a part of the machine. Another one of my colleagues and I were talking about, you know, you know, you go to college, you know, a lot of us are friends, you know, colleagues, acquaintances, like we did, quote unquote, the right thing. You know what I'm saying? We did the right thing. We, 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 we went to school. 
you know, K through 12. We did we did well enough to get ourselves into a college. We went to college. Some of us went to grad school. Some of us went to work. You know, we we established friendships and professional networks and we met significant others we we get married or not we get a house we do this we we like we follow the rules right and i can't help but think that some of the things that we're doing is just like mindless following the rules the order the structure that who designed like this structure that we're trying to put ourselves into wasn't designed for people like me i mean let's just be real this might just be some of my pessimism, my pessimism coming out, but it wasn't designed for people like me. I'd be fine in a nice little townhouse in the middle of the city, like doing my thing, not speaking to anybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like when you, when you need to, whatever. Like I'd be fine like that. I'd be fine in a much smaller place, about half this size, you know, uh, you know, somewhere that might be closer to work or, you know, somewhere that might not be as isolated or somewhere where we have access to public transportation. I'd be happy doing that. But I also have to understand that I'd be happier doing that because that's how I was raised. And just because that's how I was raised doesn't make it right for our family. So flip that back and say, what are we doing this for? doing it for the family I'm doing it for the family right um you know I said this many times on this show and I'm going to continue to say it until people believe me but like these kids that we have in our household my son is 10 my daughter is four and in in 14 years they both will be gone god willing they will be gone on to college they will be beginning the process of separating from us and then at some level we're gonna have to you know learn how to be by ourselves again but that's something i don't want to lose i don't want to lose that i don't want to lose what that feeling is to have something that's like that's mine Mike five mics that's mine something that's me and my wife's just us bump these kids you know you've heard me say that before I don't like F these kids they'll be fine they will be fine because you know we love them and we nurture them and we give them what they need to thrive and grow but we got to understand that we're raising them we're we're raising them to be strong enough to be on their own. And when they're on their own, they don't be thinking about us. So I asked, like, what do we, we got this big house that we're never in, and we got these fancy cars that cost an arm and a leg for us to drive, and we got these fancy jobs that, you know, we may or may not be miserable in, you know, at, at many times during a given year. You know what I'm saying? For what? To live the American dream for our family. And I just got to continue to wonder, you know what I'm saying? I guess as I start approaching 40 and getting to that point, like, I'm just questioning, like, why? Why are we doing what we're doing? And I find as, you know, as I mature and get older that I don't want to do anything anything because 
of some un or subconscious pressure from other people or other someone else's experiences. I don't want to do anything like that. And doing anything like that literally makes me sick to my stomach. Like when I think about, you know, my wife, my wife is good at this. And this is like, this is why, you know, our next episode is going to be entitled Death to the Mommy Blogs. And my wife heard my comment like, no, 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 we're going to talk about this. And I need to be on that episode. So I was like, word, next week we're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, And the reason why I say death to mommy blogs is because I personally, as a man, me, as a black man from Brooklyn, New York, that's been all over the world as a military brat or whatever, like, I can't, I cannot stand the idea of you see something that somebody else is doing and you try to implement that in your life. Like, ooh, look at what they do. We should do that. They going to the pumpkin patch. We should go to the pumpkin patch. They're going to the fire department to see the fire display. We should do that too, cause we're in the community. Oh, they're picking up trash with the neighbors. You should go pick up trash too, Mike, because that's the right thing to do. Why? 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 I don't want to. No, I didn't make this trash. But that's not community thinking, right? Oh, they got a fence by this company. We should, you ever think about getting that fence? No, I actually didn't. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't thinking like that. You know, so those type of decisions uh, that I see people making all the time and like, you know, some of them, hey, I'm not saying that they aren't all I'm not saying that they are all horrible decisions or bad decisions. I'm just saying that I hate that thought process of, ooh, look what they're doing. Hey, why don't you call them and see if we could do that? Ah, I I hate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that's so weak-minded. And I think that's so, like... That's so Americanly copycatty, unoriginal, just blah. That's like Stepford Wives. That's like it's like everything in America. It's like boring. It's like cookie cutter. It's like no individuality. It's like, what makes you special? It's like, what are you going to do for yourself and your family based on your uh, unique needs and wants? And part of me does don't like, part of me doesn't like that process because I think that it's the easy way out. I think that people look to what others are doing instead of really, instead of really, Thinking about and assessing the needs of their family and then and their own needs. Their own needs. You know what I'm saying? People give me grief all the time because I don't cut my lawn. I'm like, why? I don't have time to do that. Do you know what I do every weekend? And I'm supposed to go cut my lawn for what? If it was up to me, I'd scout my lawn and put turf all around that mug but that wouldn't be appropriate because we live in a neighborhood and we had to do what everybody else does you see what i'm saying 
So, um, I don't know. Food for thought. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I, I'm going to leave. I, I'm going to propose that question to you and to you all. And for you to all spark your own conversations with your family. What are we doing this for? Why do we put ourselves through so much? Like, we create these scenarios that if we're not doing X, Y, and Z by date X, Y, and Z, then we are failures or we are winners because I have my house, my car, my family, my kids, my job. I'm a winner. When there's people that have all of those things and still be sad as hell, still be missing something, still searching for whatever that next hit is. I'm not talking about drugs. I'm just whatever that thing is really going to make them happy. That's my that's my issue right there. I just found it as I'm trying to close out the episode. I found it. That's what makes me upset because I feel like people search for what they think is the ideal without really looking at what's going to fulfill them. And I think that we have a world of a nation of a community of unfulfilled people, unfulfilled potential. And I might change the title of this episode. You know what I'm saying? Um, But that to me is why you see zombies, why you see husbands and fathers out there, listless, lifeless, just floating along with life. Yes, dear. Here's a check, dear. Okay, whatever you want to do. What do you want to eat tonight? Wherever you want to eat tonight. Where do you want to go this weekend? Wherever you want to go this weekend. Oh, we had to go to a soccer game or a baseball game. We had to do X, Y, and Z. We got to do homework. You know what I'm saying? Just people following the directions that they're not setting out for themselves, that they're letting whoever else set out for themselves without really looking at what is fulfilling them that is my issue so think about that talk about that um i'm gonna bring danielle on next week and we're gonna talk about this a little bit we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna talk about death to mommy blogs next week i really feel because i feel like a lot of what i'm talking about in terms of just following and just looking at what the next man or woman is doing that's really what the mommy blog community is to me. That's what I see. I see people going like, oh, I read on a blog that you're not supposed to microwave plastic. So I stopped microwaving plastic and now Johnny could breathe again. No, ma'am. Johnny could breathe again because whatever it is. So that's what we're going to talk about next week. Hey, yo, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this is the idea of manhood. This is five mics. Uh, husband, father, educator, writer, MC. Thank you so much. The microphone gives me wings. Tune in. You know, as I always say, if you don't rate it, if you don't comment, if you don't forward it, if you don't share it, tell your coworker about it, tell your mama, papa, daddy about it, all that. Um, let them know what we got going on here, all right? Y'all have a good one, and I'll holler at y'all next time. Peace.